Hey, if you heard the Over Under podcast we did with Brasillo and House on Tuesday, you know that we love the Nuggets and the Bucks and the Kings. Well, FanDuel is doing a little parlay boost. Bucks to win 50-plus games, Nuggets to win 50-plus games, Kings to win 35-plus games. If you go to FanDuel, it has been boosted from plus 320 to plus 450. All three have to win. Go check it out. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident, and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need. Have coverage options to protect the things you value most. File claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right? First half of the first game. I don't know. West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside. LDA 21 and up. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, our local sports podcast. Three of the cities are humming right now. We have Off the Pike with Brian Barrett. That's Boston. He covered the Pats today. New York, New York with John Jastrzemski. Yankees, Giants, Jets. All big weekends for them. And then the Ringer's Philly special. Shio Kapadia and Benjamin Solak talking to Eagles. They are 6-0. Also, we covering the uh, Philadelphia 76ers on that feed as well. And then last but not least... Although last but not least in the standings, the full go with Jason Goff. Chicago sports, a little bit of a downturn with the Bears scene, but uh, the Bulls are starting. The Bulls starting to look like a sneaky, everybody forgot about us team. So you can check out all of those podcasts on the Ringer Podcast Network. Coming up on the Rewatchables on Monday night. I'm not on this one either, but we're doing, uh, we're doing a famous comedy from the 2000s. That's the only hint I'll give you. So stay tuned for that. I will be on the Prestige TV podcast at some point this week because I watched all seven episodes of The Watcher on Netflix. I'll hold my thoughts. You'll have to hear me in the Prestige pod. Coming up on this feed, on this podcast, on this episode, The Cuz. Week six, NFL. Guest Alliance. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. <laughs> All right, our friend Cousin Sal is here. We're taping this a little after 8.30 on Sunday night. He just watched his Cowboys lose to the Eagles. The Eagles are down 6-0. and That sucked. What? They are? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I looked this up because right now you would say, oh, after six weeks, Philadelphia, Buffalo, and then everyone else, right? That would be the sure. Super Bowl pick. Uh-huh. I looked up my notes 
from after week six in 2021, who do you think our two teams were that were the favorites after six weeks? Last year at this time? Yeah. Um, I'll give you a hint. Neither of them made the Super Bowl. Oh, uh, was it Cowboys and Patriots? No, it was. <laughs> we're pretty we're pretty high on our dumb teams back then. It was Arizona and Buffalo. Really? I had my oh, power yeah. poll that I did after week six, and those were the co-favorites that I had after six weeks. My point is, it's freaking early. Philly fans, you look great. You got an easy schedule the rest of the way. You're probably going to be a one seed mm. unless something terrible happens. But it's a long, long, long season, and we've been here before. With that said... Are you, are you sure we weren't forecasting the best and the worst team of 2022? Because that would make more sense with Buffalo and Arizona. Yeah, I know. That's a weird one. Arizona was good to start the year last year. Um, Yeah, no, I know. I actually think this was a bigger game tonight for Philly than Dallas. What was your Mm -hmm. take as a Cowboys fan? Because you at least had the, eh, Dak's not out there. We play these guys again late in the season. And this is kind of a house money game. We're six-point underdogs. Nobody's really expecting us to win, but they like our defense. But I felt Philly's at home. They kind of had to take care of business. Well, yes. In general, this was more important, I thought, to Philly, um, even though they now have a two and a half game lead over us. But four and two at this point without the starting quarterback. And Dak Prescott is the starting quarterback, for God's sakes. We saw now, you know, Cooper Rush made a, a mad dash towards the end, but he also had a drive where any single pass could have been intercepted out of seven. So, and really, let's please put that to rest. I would have said before the game, it, it's Dak Prescott. Like, if you look at the metrics, he is a tw- bottom five quarterback on passing downs, Cooper Rush. This has all been the defense. It's always been a defense. But yes, I was excited. I'm not excited, but I was like, yeah, this could be a throwaway game. Uh, I think we could play tough because of our defense. But if we're two, four and two, fine, going into Detroit and Chicago before the bye, that's great. Uh, except they came back and made me think that we had a shot which always sucks. There was a little Dick T's run there when it got to uh, 20 and 17. And you had momentum. You run the ball. Lane Johnson's out. Collinsworth's doing the whole, Mike, they just have not been the same since Lane Johnson (laughs) went out. They run the montage. And then uh, Philly came right down and scored. That was a great drive. I got to give Philly credit. That was a perfect, perfect drive. They just ran over and sliced their way all over us and scored. On the uh, on the Brown pass there, so and then they missed the field goal. Everybody was plus six and plus seven loses on that missed field goal, so that sucked too. But otherwise, I'm happy with four and two. Well, you had a couple of funny things there. One is the Eagles are up nine. There's Diggs gets a penalty for whipping his helmet off, mm-hmm. fifteen yards, and Sirianni goes, "You know what? Let's go for two. Let's go up right. eleven instead of 10. It's like what? You you just you want to be up two scores anyway? Put that on the kickoff, do some mm-hmm. sort of high bloop kick, try to pin them inside the Ted. No, they go for two. They don't get it. So now it's nine. And then instantly your mind goes to the line. And some people had this at six right during the week. And you think, oh, the and Cowboys the over under over yeah. under is 44 and a half. Yeah, oh, good right point. There. The Cowboys yeah. could do the thing where they go down, they kick the field goal. They cut it to within a touchdown, try the onside, which is exactly mm-hmm. what happened, except he missed the 59 yarder. But yeah, Sirianni was yeah. just, uh, just really messing with the Eagles things. I, uh, I really like the Eagles tonight. I mm-hmm. ended up kind of breaking even for the day because of the Bucks Steelers game, which we'll talk about later. But Ugh. I just felt like this was a pretty big spot. Like what you mentioned with Cooper Rush, even though he was playing well, if you really dug in on the stats, Warren Sharp did some stuff on this this week about just like the yards per attempt and 
It, it just I think was that's a pretty where big I stole spot. my stat from. By the way, I think I stole that from Warren Sharp. But that's yeah, fine. we yeah, steal from uh, Sharp all the sorry, time. Sorry, Sharp, don't sue me or sue yeah. me. Let me go to jail already. I can't take watching these games anymore. But well, uh, well, yeah, the the thing is, when you play this team again in Week 16, they might have the one seed wrapped up at this point. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, if it's anything like baseball playoffs, you don't need to win the division. You don't need to have the best record. But I was thinking just in general, like, I don't know that there are going to be too many teams with more than 11 wins or even 11 wins. The Eagles, like you mentioned, the Bills, like you mentioned, would you, would you lock in anyone else at 11 wins? They'll have the over-unders tomorrow. Um, cause they do that. They're good about that. But I think we're looking at mostly eight, nine, seven, 10 win teams in the uh, ranks of the 32. Yeah, so I I was looking at my notes last year and there was definitely like, we always call it the Super Bowl circle. Like how many teams do you think could actually win the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. And it's usually somewhere between like six and eight. And after week six, we had seven teams that I had written down. It was Arizona, Buffalo, Rams, Tampa, Dallas, Baltimore, and KC. So since he's not even in there. Bengals in not even. Yep. Yeah. I, I bet week 12, you wouldn't even had Cincinnati. Right. The other team that wasn't in there was the Niners, who came really close to beating the Rams mm-hmm. in that game. This year, I was looking at the circle. Philly-Buffalo. And then I, I'm going to ask you two questions here. One, who is the second best team in the NFC, in your opinion, right now? Okay. I'm not going to answer that one. So what's the next one? <laughs> you should uh, do that. Do <laughs> oh, the I have to uh, answer? I'm not going to answer that. Yeah, let's go <laughs> on to the next question. Um, the Eagles are the best. Who's the second best? I don't. Yeah. I, I hate every one of the Vikings wins, but they're five and one, and they're. I um, can't. I can't put them second. I can't. T- uh, well, you get no. The other five and one is the Giants. I. Uh, I respect what they're doing. You can't. I put still them say second. the. Uh, are we talking about like right now or who we think is going to get there? Because I think the Rams will be the second. Best oh eventually. no, the Rams. I don't know what they play defense. At least they just lost their left tackle today. They had their. You, you yeah. could, your Archie could probably start on the line for them this week. Yeah, he's good. Um, he probably could. Yeah. Now, well, who is it? Who do you have? You don't have Tampa. You don't have Green Bay. You're going to tell me the Falcons? Who? I wrote, I wrote down Dallas and then Tampa. And Tampa just lost to <laughs> Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky today. But I still think they're a safer bet than any yeah. other team in the NFC for that three spot. I think your team is the logical second best team. Just because they lost today, it doesn't mean they're not the second best really? team in the conference. Wow. Yeah, because you got Dak coming back. You got a good defense and you can run the ball. And I watched uh, I watched football today with the with the fantasy football guys from the ringer, Danny, Danny and Craig and Mina Kimes mm-hmm. and my friend Hershey. And we were just talking about... Is that about, the first time you met those guys? No, I've met those guys. They, we, we used to have an office. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm just being um, there. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we were talking about this new trend this year where... They basically take away deep passes. Every team is just like, yes. just, just, you know, gouge us to death. Mm-hmm. Four yards, five yards, six yards. That's fine. We just don't want to give up 30. Right. And I do wonder if the teams, this is why I'm, I continue to be bullish on my Patriots. These teams mm-hmm. with the running defense, ball control, game management recipe, this might be a good year for that. So I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. And I absolutely think that's the biggest factor or one of the big factors leading to the low scores or some of these quarterbacks not putting up numbers. Like, But why can't the smartest quarterbacks figure that out? Why can't Stafford? Why can't Brady? Why can't Rodgers? Fi- why is it Mariota um, you know, uh, profiting off of that new you know, whatever? Why is it like Matt Ryan close to 400 yards? It, it just, that stuff doesn't make sense to me. Why the guys... Why... The, why 
why Rodgers can't adapt to the new system is beyond. Well, me. let's go one at a time. Go ahead. Rodgers receivers, he's clearly not comfortable. Like I was looking at, uh, I was mm -hmm. looking at their stats. They don't have a receiver of 300 yards yet. They put six games. Mm -hmm. They they've scored 14 points or less in three of the six. There was some stat about how he's never had this few kind of scoring points, the whole thing through six games. I just don't think he trusts his receivers yet, whether it's going to happen. The one thing is it doesn't seem like Watson's going to help them this year. I mean, Watson Could has I, like seven catches for like 50 yards this year. I think so, you're right about all of it. Like, you know, Dobbs and all these guys who show, you know, flashes of, I don't even want to say brilliance, but what gets me is Rodgers, does he care? Kyle, put the TikTok camera on. Kyle, does turn he it care? on. Turn it on. Because I don't know if he cares. Or maybe ayahuasca is this wonder drug that just mellows you out to no end because I don't think he cares. I mean, that's obviously the, the thing here, that he doesn't have pass catchers he can rely on. But he's not screaming at his offensive line like Tom Brady is. And he's like, oh, well, all right. We can't score in London. We can't score in Lambeau. We're losing to the Giants and Jets. These are all very embarrassing things. But it doesn't seem to matter to him. Why is he so mellow? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's easing his way into the year. Well, they lost Cobb today, too, who is right. his little safety blanket. So we've lost mm -hmm. Randall Cobb, Julio Jones, I guess we've lost. A.J. Green, we're about to lose. All of these older receivers who, they, it's like old receivers and pass rushers. Mm -hmm. We're like, oh, the Bucks signed Julio Jones. Whoa. And it's like these guys can never make it for four months. I think with well, maybe Rogers, that's why the Rams are reluctant to give uh, you know back up the truck for uh, Odell Beckham, but they need. Well, but if too. you all the quarterbacks you mentioned, Rodgers, I think it's his re receivers. Mm -hmm. Stafford, they have the worst running backs probably out of the thirty-two teams. I mean, now it looks like Cam Akers is never going to play for them again. They right. were mixing up Daryl Henderson, Malcolm Brown, some dude named Rivers from the practice squad. All of them look like below average. You would never pick any of them yeah. up in a fantasy league. But then the offensive line has been decimated. Like, they just keep mm -hmm. losing guys. And I don't think that Carolina team, you know, Rob, you got Robbie Anderson fighting with his coach, <laughs> coaches at the side. They basically send him home they Antonio Brown style. Yeah, we'll never see him again. Now the Panthers, I think, will probably be a be a sell team. But, yeah, so the Ramsey offensive line and then Brady, um, combo of it doesn't seem like he's had enough reps with the receivers yet. The mm -hmm. line, as as we saw with him screaming at screaming at them during the timeout, I don't think he wants to get hit anymore. And I feel like the mm -hmm. Rodgers thing and the Brady thing is similar. Both of these guys, I don't know whether they're kind of saving it for the last half of the season, but just eye test, he's getting rid of the ball, I would say, a half to a full second faster than he needs to. He's not holding it for that extra, I'm going to get killed, but I'm going to wait. Yeah. One. He's just not. He's just getting rid of it. And he doesn't look like Brady. And I think he's getting frustrated at everybody else, but he doesn't practice on Wednesdays. Fucking went to Bob Kraft's wedding on Wednesday, on Friday night in New York <laughs> I didn't City. think he wanted to do that game on either. Sunday. Right. Why is he in New York City on Friday night? That's insane. He's supposed to be the leader of the team. He's got Not all the mention. rules are different for him. He missed preseason for 10 days. Like football's yeah. supposed to be this team sport where everybody's on the same side. Nobody's bigger than the team. He's acted like he's bigger than the team for 10 months. He got his coach fired. All the shit he's doing, like I, I think it's an embarrassing year for him. I really do. Well, it's one, it's one thing. Yeah, I think it is too. And uh, it's one thing to leave your team in the preseason, and then that just pisses off potentially some of your teammates. But to 
skip a practice, skip the walkthrough on Saturday, and then the Steelers find out about this. Now you're giving other teams bulletin board material, right? So now you're pissing off everybody. Uh, yeah, this is hey, this is an embarrassment. Yeah, you know, you know who wasn't at Bob Kraft's wedding on Friday night? Bailey fucking Zappy. Oh yeah, yeah. You know where he was in his hotel room studying for the Browns. Stop it. That's Stop the next this. Tom Brady right there. Stop this. Yeah, 2001 Tom Brady's in his hotel room studying for the Browns. This is crazy talk. I'm you just beat telling the Browns. You. It's fine. I don't think I, I, I. Who do you think regrets more, Brady, just coming back, or Rogers loading up with this giant Green Bay contract that now made them trade Adams, and now mm. his team clearly doesn't have it. Well, let me, I'll do you one better. Are we sure either one of those was ever good? Brady or Rogers? Maybe I took it too far. All right. No, no. Uh, I I think Rogers right now regrets it, but I think Brady, I'm trying to think of, it's funny because I was thinking, what if he went to the Dolphins? Now they've had four quarterbacks hurt in four consecutive weeks, which is just unheard of. Uh, The starter goes out, but um, I think he's bummed. He went, came back to Tampa Bay after all that. I think he is too. Miami. Yeah. Yeah. I think he is too. I, I think there's real regret. He's got a lot of personal life shit going. And the mm-hmm. irony of the whole thing is Tampa is probably either the second or third best team in the NFC. And as we see year after year, it matters where you are around Thanksgiving. It doesn't really matter where you are now. Where it does matter is our wallets because you and I had the bucks and rightfully yeah. so just thrown into parlays and teasers. It's like, all right. They they actually need to win the game. They're favored by ten against this decimated Steelers team. They're pl- who's playing Pickett. Then we get the gift of Pickett gets hurt during the game. Not a gift. We opened and, it up. It was a, and it Mitch was a comes turn. in. Yeah, yeah. Mitch comes in. Mitch is completing third and fourteens over the middle. He's right. throwing dimes to chase Claypool to extend drives. He's running mm. around. It's like what the hell is going on? I'm gonna lose to Mitch Trubisky. I did. And they killed the clock, and the Steelers had like three important. Forget about Watt; he's he's out. But three three other like important players out. You know, Fitzpatrick and others. And that that's what I thought. I was like, all right, Tampa's offense is going to get right again. Um, no, never happened. I mean, really, th- when you look at it, like Stafford didn't. They ended up winning because Panthers can't play four quarters of football. But you know, when when Stafford, Brady, and Rodgers can't put up a touchdown in the first half of any either of their games, I was looking at these numbers here. Look at these winning numbers: Geno Smith, 197 yards; Kirk Cousins, 175; mm. Daniel Jones, 173; Jalen Hurts, 155. 155. I think they had like 268 yards of offense. Trubisky, 144; Mariota, 129; Zach Wilson, 110. These are all winners today. Crazy. I know. And I want to talk about that. Uh, I want to talk about that QB stuff after the break because I think it's it's absolutely Carson crucial. Carson ninety nine. Yeah, uh, try, to try to understand the season, you almost have to look through the quarterbacks. I think the thing that is the most shocking to me because Solak and I did a whole thing about like the end of a QB generation on Thursday's pod. Where we're talking about Brady Rogers. You see the finish line now with these guys. Stafford, mm-hmm. you can kind of see it. Matt Ryan, he's over the finish line. You go through everybody. We're moving to this new era. Matt Ryan played the best of anybody today. Matt Ryan was awesome in the Jacksonville game. It was another yeah. one I lost where he reached back. <laughs> Matt Ryan played better than Rodgers, Brady, or Stafford. And mm-hmm. uh, I did not expect it either. Let's take a quick break, and then I want to talk more about the quarterbacks. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. 
That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, a word winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun. Having my home, it's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24 7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. It's given me, my family, many others real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. Try it out. A 60 day money back guarantee. No contracts right now. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. That is Simply Safe with two S. Simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right at first half of the first game. I don't know, West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. Okay, so you mentioned this before the break. Quarterbacks who won today, Mariota, Zappi, Gino, Dimes, Washed Matt Ryan, and we had a Pickett-Trubisky combo. We had four upsets. The Giants were plus 200, Jets plus 280, Falcons plus 175, Steelers plus 360. Mm-hmm. One of the old, old, old things you could always bank on was you could always bet against bad QBs. It's fine. Right. Like, you know, a good team against a bad QB, throw them in a tease, throw them in a parlay. Don't worry about it. I think it's over. I, I don't think there's any rhyme or reason to this anymore. Mariota was like, what was he, like 13 out of 14 a day? Completions? Yeah, Game well, you can't, the, you can't, shit you out can't of it. find the bad QB is the problem. They're all about the same, right? I mean, the bad QB is Aaron Rodgers, and that <laughs> QB is, uh, I don't know. All right, you want to say P.J. Walker? That's fine. Even he was 10 for 16. But yeah, these numbers are insane. You're right. Uh, what was Mariota? 13 for 14? Is that what you said? Yeah, I think he was. And Trevor and Lawrence it, was 20 for 22, but they lost. There was some re- really weird numbers on the board. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence... That's a team. So my fear, I, I really liked the Jags today. And my fear was the coaching where the Colts just have the tendency to pull shit out of their assholes. Mm. And the Jaguars had this tendency to just shoot themselves in the foot, right? So their Jags are in control for two and a half quarters. It's like fourth mm-hmm. and one. Of course, they're going to go for it because Peterson is classic. Oh, we got to go. We're aggressive. Aggressive analytics. He's a practitioner. Right. And they run the option with Lawrence. Mm-hmm. They're running an actual college option play, which of course gets stuffed. The game flips, Ryan gets hot, and all of a sudden they lose to the Jack. We see this over and over again with these dumbass yeah. calls, that this, this pseudo-aggressiveness that over and over again just backfires on these teams. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Like the Cardinals today, they passed up field goals twice. It's, oh, fourth and four. Got yeah. Kyler. Oh. And it's 9-3 instead of 9-9. It's like, well, how did that work out for you? And and why do you trust your completely erratic quarterback on any fourth and four? I don't trust them to get four yards ever. They're so bad. And I know their running game is not anything special now with Connor, and maybe it was smoke and mirrors with him anyway. But I don't... 
and, and, and Nuke Hopkins comes back next week. I don't even think it matters. I, I don't think, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll play tough against teams, but there's going to be every two or three weeks, they're going to play, they'll put up a stinker like they did at Seattle there. And Kyle is going to be no help. And we got sacked six times. Like, couldn't, and some of, some weren't even his fault. It's crazy. They're two and, two and four for the season. They're minus 28. In the first half, they have not led in a single first half this season at the end, mm-hmm. at halftime. They're 0 for six. They, in the first halves this year, one touchdown, 29 points. That was one of my bets this week. Seattle first half plus 0.5. So why, nice. why not bet against Arizona every single first half until they figure it out? Smart. The, Smart. The bet, in the AFC, bet in the AFC South, dumb, but betting Seattle plus a half, smart, I think. They're good. The, the combo of you get slaughtered in the Rams playoff game, right? That was about mm-hmm. as bad, disjointed, um, disorienting, name a sad word. It just couldn't have gone worse. <laughs> and you come out of that game, and my questions were like, wait, what's going on with Kyler Murray? Is this somebody I can actually win playoff games with? And what's going on with Cliff Kingsbury? Is this a coach you can actually win with two years in a row? They just go, you know, nosedive. What do they do? They give they give Cliff an extension and they give Kyler a massive contract. And now it's like on, on Twitter, it was Fire Cliff was trending. I don't, a Kyler's talented. I don't know if that guy's ever going to be somebody that wins like three playoff games in a row. I think he's really, really, really erratic. So I don't know if you're a Cardinals fan, you don't even have really any outs. You could fire Kingsbury, but and and you, you know. can fire him because that's the one thing that the the Matt Rule thing proved, right? And we've seen it before. Like they they said goodbye to forty two million dollars. It doesn't count against your cap if you fire yep. a coach, right? So you just have these billionaire owners. Like, all right, well, I want to win. I don't want to be saddled with this guy. Is not counting against my cap? I'm going to get rid of um, uh, Kingsbury, even though I gave him a four year extension. Because one thing that's obvious is he's not getting the most out of Kyle Murray. He just isn't at this point, right? Or, so, or how what, about game planning? You, you, when you when you go into halftime losing <laughs> six six games in a row, that has yeah. to mean something. Yeah, yeah, he's got that gigantic board, that laminated board in front of him. It really looks it looks like a poster board you'd bring to school in like sixth grade, you know, to put your uh, your project on the the ink and ruins on or something. Um, and yet, there's not a play in there that works. It all the only thing that works is the. Yeah, imp- improv, imp- uh, improvising by Kyla Murray. I know that word somewhere. Yeah, I was thinking of the panic teams. So Green Bay, three and three. We talked about mm-hmm. them. Arizona's two and four. These are teams that I think at least some to most people thought were going to be good. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay, three and three. And then Kansas City, I'm throwing in there four and two only because I think this was a really bad week for them. And we didn't talk about the Bills game yet. Hmm. They should have lost the Vegas game. They had a lot of trouble covering Vegas. I thought Vegas shot themselves in the foot. That was another weird coaching yeah. game. But for the most part, I thought Vegas outplayed them. And I thought talent-wise, we're at least even with them and maybe been a tiny bit better. So When you say Buffalo, Vegas shot themselves in the foot, I have to scroll through the team news because, I mean, that could be... Right, <laughs> right, true. Like, I have no idea what they're playing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. mean that literally. I mean, yeah. Yeah, hypothetically. Yeah. Um, but then this Buffalo game, it just felt like uh, I know that the final score was close, but I didn't think Buffalo played well and they just made plays when they needed to. But I never really doubted that Buffalo was going to make a run there. And I just, I like where they are compared to KC. That was my takeaway. Compared to Buffalo, you mean? You, yeah, I just like think, it, yeah, I think if yeah. they played, if they played 10 times, I think Buffalo wins eight. 
I, I agree. But this is one of the teams I'm talking about where I don't think they get to 11 or 12 wins. Like, I'm not sure who does, right? So you got the Bills, who we say should run away with everything, even though you at, at dinner the other day tried to convince me that there's a sprained ankle away the Patriots are from winning I said the Pat's 24 to 1 in the AFC East. Was that Crazy. wrong? Yeah, you're is wrong. That wrong. Yeah, they're going to lose. That, yeah, if you want to lose money, that's fine. But you're 24 wrong. to 1? That's like the all time long shot. Is it still 24? It's, it's good. I'll, I'll look at it now. Yeah. Keep right. keep talking. All right. No, I don't. Uh, I don't have much to say other than uh, I wouldn't. Pa- I don't think that put them in the panic because they're going to win that division at ten and seven. I mean, the Chargers don't impress me. Broncos are are garbage, and the Raiders, who I think are good, can't get out of their own way, so they're not going to get to eight, nine, ten wins. So I think the Chiefs could. Andy Reid could kind of like lay off the uh, gas a little and still go ten and seven and take this. Pats are down to seventeen to one, just for the record. Hmm. Here's here's where I would I would push back on my twenty year friend cousin Sal. Okay. Something's different about the Chiefs and and how I knew it was when they got the ball back with like a minute ten left, I didn't think they were gonna score. And I, I just felt like it's too many yards, it's not hmm. enough time. And Kelsey's the only guy on this team that I actually trust. And you could double team him and make them move down the field. And I don't think the Chiefs can do it. We had for three straight years, when the Chiefs were down in any game, you would text me and House and Hench. And you'd be like, Chiefs plus 130. You know, like what, we always yep. felt like they were coming back. They had a real identity. I I supported the Tyreek trade. I got it. I thought it was something. I don't think you can pay Mahomes and Tyreek that much money together. I get it. I got the philosophy behind it. I was in. I picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. I thought, push comes to shove, Mahomes is so great, he'll make everything work. But then it's like you look at Sky Moore going over the middle mm-hmm. and he's late and Mahomes' pass is late and there's two guys there and it's just like that shit wasn't happening last year. So I would yeah, actually but, be concerned if I'm a Chiefs fan. Uh, but only against the Bills, right? You'd be concerned down uh, three with a minute and a half left against anyone else, down four? Like, well, I, last I week against Vegas, the they, 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 Vegas fucks up. They go for two. Yeah. Because of aggressive analytics, the new trend in the world. And Casey gets the ball back and it's like, all right, two first downs, this game over. What happened? Three and out. They punted. It's not the same offense. See, that's now, where whether, you and I disagree because they're just they're just killing it. They've always had a tough run uh, time running the ball, whether it's McKinnon or Clyde Edwards-Alaire or whatever. But they were down one, so they didn't need the first down. But I don't know. He had 338 yards passing. He had second most passing yards in the, in the league today. That's fine. So, Did you think he was going to score? No, but only because it was left. the Bills. You think he was like, going to get it? No, but because it was the Bills. Any other team, I would say, I wouldn't panic because I would think they'd be a favorite to score. One of the things with the Tyreek thing, and this was the narrative we were fed the whole offseason, was they were going to be able to run the ball, control the clock, mm-hmm. more play action. It was going to open up more of the offense. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I just whatever we were promised in the offseason. Um, They're middle of the still- pack. They're like 16th with uh, on the run game. Uh, we, we change our mind on the Chiefs three times a year. And then at the end of the year, they're like 11 and five or 12 and six. Well, remember the record last year? They're three and yeah. four after seven games last year. I think what yeah. worries me this year is it feels like if, if you can actually just double Kelsey and take him out, I'm yeah. not positive what plan B is. Maybe. I guess I'm, I'm more concerned than you are. I, with uh, with um, Green Bay... I'm not writing them off yet because maybe the receivers thing will get better. I still kind of like their defense, but that Jets game was a that's to lose to the Giants and the Jets back. To, that feels like a cry for help. Like <laughs> when was the last time anyone lost to those two teams in a row? I, I would I was gonna take that stance, but the Jets are better than them. 
They are. The Jets are better yeah, than the Yeah, they did some of that more talent. I agree with almost, you. Almost everywhere, right? Defensively, harder hitters. Um, they get to the ball faster. Uh, they have a great run game. Uh, all right, well, Zach Wilson. I don't know. Maybe that's a wash at this point. Zach Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, even though he's just hovering around 100 yards. Zach passing. Wilson was bad in that game. Yeah, it was 10 of 18. Yeah, he wasn't that good. But he didn't need to be. That That's the offense that Rodgers needs, right? Hmm. Brees Hall looks like they hit jackpot with that. Yep. It's like in general, it looks like they nailed the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, New York football is now nine and three. The Giants game, they come back from, what were they, 10 down? Yeah. Like I, I would have thought if the Giants were one of those teams, like as long as they're it's a three-point game or they have the lead, they're fine. If they're behind, no way. Well, we, we learned that wasn't true. Saquon comes out of the game, his shoulders dangling. It's like, oh man, all right, here we go. Saquon starts. No, comes back in. They get a touchdown. They harass Lamar. It was a nice little revenge game for Wink Martindale. Right. That team's frisky, man. You look at their schedule, and it, it really seems like eleven and six is possible, which is. Nuts. I took them. Uh, well, here's the one thing. We'll go over the lines in a second. Eleven and six is possible. I had them like eight and nine before the year. I was a believer in the Giants, but there's also. They could lose every single game, and I'm surprised by their yeah. line. We'll, we'll, we'll go over it in a second, but uh, they could lose every single game. But definitely, definitely some cupcakes on there. Five and one. This team's five I know. and one. You know who they remind me of is is what Tennessee did last year, where mm-hmm. it didn't totally make sense. You felt like every week they were going to lose. They were built around their running back and the kind of the running game, the whole thing. And then Henry goes out, and they kind of kept it going, and it didn't really make a lot of sense. Um, yeah, but. They're just, they're around, they're really well coached. And I would say being well coached is a bigger advantage than maybe it's ever been these days. I think that's been one of the things with the Patriots too. The Patriots, I told you the the Green Bay game two weeks ago, I told you I thought I saw something in that game. Mm-hmm. They beat Detroit last week, whatever, it's Detroit. This week, they beat the hell out of Cleveland. And now people are like, yeah, but it's Cleveland. It's like, now Cleveland was A, favored, B, the one thing they could do is run the ball really well. The Pats shut that down completely. They made plays. Their defense is really fast. And Ramondre has emerged. I mean, he's one of the best running backs on the TVs every week. He really is. You know, I have him on my fantasy team if you'd like to trade for him. I tried. Yeah, tried. <laughs> well, you wanted you wanted him for Chase for Ramondre and Waddle, which I think would have been a good But Chase went nuts today. I'm glad I didn't I do it. I know. Now it's a, well. Who's your other good receiver? Well, Justin Jefferson. I'm not. Uh, can't I can't trade him. Yeah, yeah. No. Listen, I was going to make that trade, you, that, but then you traded. Then you were going to give me AJ Smith, right? Uh, or AJ uh, Brown. I was going to give you Devonta Smith. Yeah, Devonta yeah. Smith. Oh, Devonta. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to root for. And him. After Honestly, though, I was going to make the trade. I, to be dead honest with you, I was going to make the trade. Uh, and then we went to dinner and we we're at a steakhouse and it came time to order dessert and everyone did the thing like, oh, no, no, I'm not getting dessert. And like someone broke me and said, oh, let's just get one of each. And then you're like, no, 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 I'm getting my own dessert. Banana cream pie. I was like, no, let's just split three. You're like, no, I don't want to split. It's a steakhouse. You split dessert. So they, you, you were very I split selfish. my dessert. And then I didn't make the trade. I didn't trade. I, I didn't split make the my trade dessert. No, you saw how big it was, and you're like, you know what? You could take a, you could have some of this after. I was like, no, I think no it's, thanks. My hot take no. is it's gross to split desserts. What are not they, dessert? What are I didn't want some of your steak. We're at a steakhouse. It's the end of the night. You get desserts and you get a taste of everybody. Yeah, but it's like it's everyone's got their spit all over their spoons. They're putting the spoons back well, in. All the spoons are touching. We might as well make out. You know what? 
I made out with Ramadre this uh, weekend, <laughs> and you didn't. He's on my team. He is great. My team's good, Sal. I'm telling you, they hit this. <laughs> they hit this draft, this 2022 draft, combined with getting Mac and Ramadre and Barmore in the last draft. Like this is what has not happened for this team in years, where mm-hmm. they just actually hit two drafts. They got two cornerbacks. They got Zappy, who at the very least is, you know, a competent quarterback. Tyquan Thornton, did you see him today? He finally yep. unleashed him. He was really good. And then Cole Strange, everybody made fun of him. And that guy's out there just blocking everybody. Um, they, I think this Pats team is good. I think Belichick knows it too. There's what a, happens? Their what old happens school confidence with him again. Is it Zappy Hour when uh, Mac comes back or no? Kyle, turn the camera on. <laughs> turn it off. What are you going to do about this? I think Zappy's good. I think he's legit good. With that said, if they had used Mac the way they're using Zappy now and mm-hmm. Mac had allowed that to happen, I think Mac would have been just as good. The key All is, right. how do you get Mac to game manage like what Zappy's doing? Put him in positions to succeed, not be Joe Burrow, but just keep the game fucking moving, throw to your tight ends, throw <laughs> little screens, and don't make mistakes. Mac killed us. He cost them two wins in the first three weeks. Zappy mm-hmm. doesn't make mistakes. And I'll tell you this, like, if Belichick feels like Mac isn't going to, you know, game manage and not make mistakes and like that's not the number one priority, he'll keep playing Zappy. He doesn't care. See, we, he benched Bledsoe right after a $100 million contract. He doesn't care. He's going to do whatever is best for the team. I, but I so think funny, it's going to be Mac. Because this would be the exact conversation I would have with a fellow Cowboys fans about before tonight's game about uh, Mac Jones and uh, about uh, Cooper Rush. Yeah. And uh and Dak Prescott, I would say Cooper Rush doesn't make mistakes and we have a great defense and that's all that matters. Like at some two point, picks. Right. But what does it matter? Like Cooper Rush had like 111 yards passing. I, at some point you if you carry a rabbit's foot and you don't do anything else but this rabbit's foot is good luck, do you leave it in just because you have good luck or do you just go with the pedigree quarterback who you know could take you further? Yeah, that's but why the you thing have to is Mac Jones in. So I agree with you, but I Zappy was really good the last two weeks. All right. And he had poise. The bigger thing, yeah. the bigger thing for me is the poise. It's like a couple weeks ago I asked Rosillo and Van, we were texting about college football because I know nothing about college football. And I was like, I don't get this Bryce Young thing. He seems too mm-hmm. small to me. I don't see it. Like, how is this guy gonna be the number one pick? He seems even smaller than Kyler. I don't get it. And Rosillo said, Watch his poise. When you watch Alabama, just watch how fucking calm he is. And every, no matter what the situation is, true. he's the calmest guy. So I watched that and I was like, I, after I watched enough of it and I watched the game Saturday too, it's like, I get it. The poise, that's the most he, important thing. He took Zappy, 75, 75 hits and still had a good shot to win <laughs> right. the game. Yeah, yeah. Zappy has poise and he does make <laughs> throws and he is accurate. And I think he's pretty good. So at the worst case scenario, at least he's an asset. But I do think yeah. it's going to be Max job. I will tell you this, though. In Boston, like my dad's already, he's out. He's like, it's zappy time. Wow. Send Mac packing. <laughs> Trade him to Carolina. <laughs> he's he's ready to turn the team over. Um, I I still like Mac, and I, I think they made it too complicated for him. Yeah. Kyle, will you do me a favor and isolate the audio where uh, sports guy says, zappy has poise. And we may never use it again, but I do think it could be fun <laughs> down the road at some point. <laughs> Such a dick. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's take a uh, let's take a break. This episode is brought to you by Doctor Squatch. 
What you use in your personal care routine matters, so upgrade your lineup with Dr. Squatch. They have high-performing natural products with no harmful ingredients. That'll have you looking and smelling your best, like their wood barrel bourbon bar soap and lotion or their bay rum deodorant. They even have some limited edition soaps like their Avengers and Star Wars collections. Those seem like they'd be fun to try. And right now, they have an amazing offer for new customers. Get 20% off your first purchase of any amount or a subscription order by going to drsquatch.com slash Simmons or use the code Simmons at checkout. This episode is brought to you by Peloton Spring, the best time of the year to dial your fitness routine up a notch. You know it's going to happen. It's going to get warm. going to start wearing shorts. going to start wearing bathing suits. You're just you're not going to be able to cover up behind those big coats anymore. Also, it's nice outside. Get outside, do stuff. Or if you don't have time to get outside, I got Peloton for you. Whether you have five or 60 minutes, Peloton's workouts were made to challenge you. Classes like boot camps, full body strength, boxing, marathon training are created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you already excel in and you won't feel bad about not being outside. Peloton's expert coaches, challenging classes, and nonstop vibes will keep you coming back for more. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. All right, before we do week seven lines, I have the unconventional winners of 2022 for you so far through six weeks. Oh, let's hear This it. is not yeah. like Josh Allen. I'm giving you randos. Mm-hmm. Ramondre Stevenson, we mentioned him. This, Belichick has not used a running back like this since Corey Dillon. Where mm-hmm. he's just like, here are the car keys, take us home. We, this has not happened in 18 years. Ramondre has been absolutely incredible this season. He's a winner. Fourth round pick, plus if you have him on your fantasy team, that's like a flip. That's a yeah. flip the fantasy season guy. Yeah, it is. Dayball is an absolute winner this season. Mm-hmm. When you think like all these crappy coaches that get hired, this guy has completely changed not only what we're seeing on the field, but the demeanor of the Giants. They show him the sidelines. He seems like somebody that would be friends with uh, Brother Brian, Harry, and Darren. <laughs> yes. Doesn't he? Yeah, he, yeah, like, yeah. He'd he be wearing like a Giants windbreaker bit. and eating like a 64-ounce veal chop. Exactly. Um, yeah. But I that's the he'd best. He'd probably Giants share coach. his dessert. I guarantee he'd share his dessert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Geno Smith, age 32, mm-hmm. who's now better than Russell Wilson and is super competent week after week and keeps game managing games. I have him as a winner. Uh, Roseman, the Eagles GM. They win the Super yeah. Bowl and four years later, all of a sudden he has this super talented team again. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Washed up Matt Ryan. I had the shovel in the dirt for him and that guy's had three comeback wins. Two of them were dubious, but they counted. Mm-hmm. And then today was a legitimate one and it really does seem like his team believes in him and he's just like, he's like, I'm just throwing the Pittman every time. Are you going to cover yeah. him? You're not? I'm going to throw to him again. And uh, they're three, two, and one. They looked like they were dead in the AFC South, but at least he's better than Wentz. So that was a winner. Billionaire Arthur Smith, 6-0 and against the spread. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> and in first place. Tied and in first, first place. Right? Yeah. So I had Carolina as the, I think that's going to be the fucked up team that makes the playoffs. It looks like it's going to be Atlanta. Yeah. Or the Could Giants. Be. I guess maybe we'll have two. Uh, Matt Patricia took an incredible wow. amount of shit this whole offseason. Oh my God, this moron's guy. Even, I even said it. This moron's going to be our offensive coordinator. The game plan they ran today was great. He deserves praise. And then uh, last but not least for unconventional winners, 
Jets fans. I was just going to say, you got to give the Jets something. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple Jets fans emailed me today. Like, we killed the draft. Like, when was the last time Jets fans were excited about how right. they did in a draft and who's on their team and the fact that uh, they actually have talent? I guess the message is if, if you draft in the top 10 for seven straight years, you're going to end up with some talent. Yeah. But when you have two have picks talent. in the top 12, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you're, you're, one of them is probably going to be running away with a cheese head uh, after a game at some <laughs> point. Yeah. Yeah, sauce is good. I I, I don't know if, if I'd add anyone to that. Maybe Daniel Snyder. He seems to win. I think he's got a, he's got the league. Yeah, he's he, got the league dead to dead to rights. He's a big he, winner. He wins to everyone's chagrin. Let's take yeah. us the Lions because I want to talk baseball at the end because I have a couple right. baseball thoughts. Um, okay, so this is week seven. What's the mm -hmm. re what are the records? What do we got? Uh, I have it here. I won by virtue of a uh, house jumping yeah, in there. Two, two, two. I did need a house, drunk so. house. Two wins, two losses, two ties. Week seven. Thursday night. Got the Cardinals on Thursday night. <laughs> it's it, getting a little better. <laughs> this could be a Kingsbury last stand game. I was looking at both these teams, looking at it's it's uh not that the coach is gonna get fired for uh, New Orleans, but it could be a loser leaves town playoff wise. Yeah, that was a tough loss. The Saints. Seemed like they were in control of that whole game. I had for underdog parlay I had Giant Saints and Giant Seahawks. Bengals ended up shot. coming back. Had a Andy shot. Andy Dalton was both. another one with 160 yards that could have won the game. Yeah. So this game's in Arizona, mm -hmm. which I think is great because I think if anything goes wrong, the Boo Birds are going to come out. Right. I think it's a three point line. I got cards by three. That's exactly what I had. It's only two. Not trusting Arizona, Vegas just yet. What a weird situation. Yeah. I mean, no outs with that quarterback. Would you want to mm -hmm. trade for him? Would you be excited? Like, would you would you trade Dak Prescott for Kyler Murray if the, I don't if the think contracts so. work? I don't know. I mean, you know, people getting excited about Hopkins coming back. I'm like, I don't know that there's a receiver that helps that guy. Now, Marquise Brown went down also, right? So yep. they have to have something. But no, no, I'm big on homework. Sunday marquee game. I don't have one. We should mention the the Bills, the Rams, the Vikings, and Eagles are off. That's a rough, rough buy quad there. And really rough for fantasy. This yeah. is uh there's gonna be some dudes starting this week. Yeah, there's no yep. great game. It, this was uh should we call this the official uh pumpkin patch week? Apple apple picking. Yeah. Apple picking. Is this it? I think this is it. We're getting close, right? It's the a, sixteenth. A It'll be the twenty third next week. Yeah, this has got to be it. Yeah, my daughter's got a Sunday morning soccer game. There's a 100% chance I'm going because I don't know <laughs> what I'm missing out of these early games. I don't think there's a marquee game. I have three watchables. First one is Bengals-Falcons. The Falcons hmm. every week are just in entertaining games. Just over yeah. and over again, something's fun and the fourth quarter is always fun. The Bengals, three and uh, th three? and three or three? What's the record? Three, three and, and three. three. Both teams, three and three. Yeah. It's like a pretty... Rocky three and three. Really feels like they clawed their way to three three. Yeah. It feels like they're. I would say four. Rocky five. If you Rocky five, yeah, the, yeah, Rocky five. Yeah, but the only thing I'll say is Chase did this last year, right? Where he broke out and then he yeah. just kept going. He had like seven straight games where he broke out. So maybe well, they're there. And Higgins came back today. Mm -hmm. I have uh, I have the Bengals by five and a half at home against Atlanta. All right, I'm gonna get this. I said seven. It's six and a half. Uh, okay. This is a team that always covers Atlanta. Well, 
it's getting silly now. Because mm-hmm. I was going to bet them today, and I heard they were five and zero, oh, which had only happened like twice in the last ten years against the spread. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, that we they never can't remember a six and zero, oh. right? So they're going to go seven and zero oh against the spread. It looks like it. Yes, <laughs> probably. You're taking the. Falcons. I don't know. I mean, Mariota. I was. I, I think I came on last week. I was like, eh, he's good for one mistake, and that'll lose him a game, but they'll cover. And maybe he doesn't even make mistakes anymore. Such a we, weird team. It's really sad that in the both the leagues we're in, Pitts went for around the same price as Kelsey. And wow. it got to the point today where he scored a touchdown. And I think he was as surprised as we were. Oh, he went nuts. He was celebrating right? like he was like the left guard who caught the one-yard play-action yeah, yeah, yeah. pass. It was like, I, right. I spent $30 on you. Don't, please don't be this <laughs> excited for your first touchdown. Uh, please get going, Kyle Pitts, for the love of God. Next game, it's in LA. Chargers-Seahawks. What do we think for Seahawk fans at this game? 40%? Oh, how many? 40%? Yeah, there's a lot out here. Yeah, there really is. Our friend Tall John will be there. There's I we, I know a few, actually. Yeah. Yeah, 30%, 30, 35, 40, right in there. Tall John will be there with his extra large jersey that only goes to his belly button. Exactly. And no one be, he takes up seven seats anyway. I mean, he's not a fat man, but he's very, very tall. Tall John, one of the great nicknames. Yeah. Just, he's, he's not going to shed it anytime He's like soon. six foot eight for the people listening at home. Uh, right. He's tall and his name's John. So his nickname became <laughs> Tall John. That's how it works. Although his nickname became Tall. Nobody even called him John. They just called him Tall. Yeah, it was Tall. It wasn't TJ. It wasn't anything. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I wonder if osteoporosis sets in, if we'll ever have to change it. But it'll always <laughs> it used be to tall be Tall John. John. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get in trouble talking about our friends. We have a I was just who thinking who that too. To I, like, I, I'm not even going to mention him. I now have to, I now have to think through. Yeah, not mentioning him. <laughs> relationships have been ruined because this podcast not saying anything talk, talk uh, to Bill's publicist if you have any problems with uh, him talking about it. oh no <laughs> uh, Chargers home for the Seahawks and I don't think this gets to seven so I'm going to say Chargers by six alright that's what I said I'm glad you didn't say six and a half because that's what the answer is hmm hmm I know the hammer will drop on Seattle, but I don't trust the Chargers ever giving this many points. I don't care what's going on. Do you think every front office had at least one, like how many guys are in a front office? Like between 15, 20 men and women who work for like the decision making? Every Mm -hmm. team had to have one person who presented a Geno Smith case, right? Mm. Like here's Geno Smith. If you look at the times he's played, I actually, I, I had our stats guys run the, <laughs> run this model and here's who he could be. And he's kind of like, we th- I think he could be like kind of a poor man's Lamar, maybe even a little better than that. Yeah, and here's no the one's case. listening at that point. He could be right. get our quarter, we get our quarterback for $2 million, and this person's just laughed out of the room. In, th- did you in 31 get, teams. <laughs> did you list him as a winner or the Seattle? Or- I did. I listed oh, Gino. Did, right. Yeah. 75% completion, over 1,300 yards, nine touchdowns, two interceptions. You can't I ask for more than that out of that guy. I got to be honest. I didn't realize how complicated the Russell Wilson Seahawks fan thing was. Like yeah. the, the the fans, they liked the winning that he brought to the team, but they didn't really enjoy a lot of the Russell Wilson experience. And mm-hmm. I think it was like having the family member that you have to pretend you like at Thanksgiving and Easter and Christmas, but you really don't like them. But yeah. it's like, hey, Uncle So-and-so, hey, how are you? Oh, but you deep down, you're like, I fucking hate this guy. Yeah, and I and now that's all coming out with uh with the Wilson trade, and 
everyone's animosity is trickling out. Plus, Gino is really fun to watch. And yeah. Gino kind of runs that offense the way they everybody wanted Russ to run it the last couple of years. I didn't, because I got so few things right in the preseason, preseason I'd like to, um, I'd like to brag about this. I didn't think he'd be that good, Russell Wilson. I didn't think he'd be this bad. But yeah. I was also like, oh my God, everyone's like, oh, what a great situation he's getting into going to Denver. Oh, Jerry, Judy, and Cortland Sutton. I said, um, didn't people like Lockett and Metcalf? Don't, right. don't they like those guys? What's wrong with them? Why, Remember why them go for a lot of money in fantasy drafts. Yeah, he doesn't run the ball. Anyone who watches, anyone who's at him on fantasy knows that there's no uh, two or three design plays for him anymore. So he's just like anyone else at this point. Except Well, 35. there's definitely... I think with like quarterbacks, baseball closers, mm-hmm. maybe what, and hockey goalies are probably the three where the next guy, the second wife syndrome steps in where if the mm-hmm. next, if the next guy is remotely good, but you didn't really like the last guy, you really love the second guy. Isn't this great? Oh man, we just right. went on vacation. We didn't fight once. It's just mm-hmm. so nice. I just had a great time. And that, that feels like this Geno Smith thing. Yeah. I think the Seahawks fans are delighted that Russell Wilson is gone. Um, last one for watchables, Chiefs 49ers. <laughs> That's it. We're done with watchables. That's so funny. Yeah, and I'm not, I don't even love this game. It's like not, it's not like a barrel laughs to watch 49ers. This is uh-huh. in San Francisco. I think the Chiefs are going to be favored. I have the Chiefs by two and a half. Oh, I hit, I hit this exactly. Three. Full three, mm. Kansas City over San Francisco. Man. I got to say, the Troy, the Troy Lance injury. Troy. See, Troy? Uh, Trey. And Trey. And Trey Lance. <laughs> Trey <old>. Aikman. The <laughs> Trey, Trey Aikman was talking about. Now, the Trey Lance, it just would have been more fun if Trey Lance was their quarterback the last six weeks. I would have watched mm-hmm. more 49ers. But Jimmy G, you're like, ah, I don't need to watch. I well, their defense, uh, look, it's the same thing. If the Cowboys defense was, you know, lost their top three or even uh, yeah. <laughs> Parsons for one quarter they'd be in trouble too. So I think that's what we're seeing. Plus they went East twice in a, a row. They're going to lose one of those probably. Yeah. They might steal this San Francisco. Fairly watchable. I got five. First one is your team. I assume Dak comes back next week. Yeah, I think so. Against Detroit. I think a lot of people will be putting the Cowboys in teases and parlays. Lions coming so off a humiliating 29, nothing loss. I kind of like the Lions of this game. Well, they're off a bye, too. So, off a you know, bye. Yeah. Little kitchen sinkish. They're mm-hmm. one and four. One and mm-hmm. five is probably a cross off. Yeah. You know what Dan Campbell's record is off a bye? It's like 33 and two. Or just, no, I don't know. It's 0 like, <laughs> sure and one. Like <laughs> <laughs> I have Cowboys by seven and a half. You, that's exactly what I had. So you can't get off, off of me, Simmons. I had it's seven. Okay. I like the Lions. Yeah, I mean, I I, like like I said to you, four and two is great if you take care of business against the Lions and Bears going into the bye. But this game scares me a little bit. I, next week, I'm going to tape the NBC halftime show and do a usage rate and time for each person how long they talked. Oh, I think why? today is was it, a new record. Stack? I think everybody talked for like eight seconds on the on the show today. I don't the halftime what? shows somehow they're getting with the NBC show tonight. Yeah, they they try to jam in all these people into like three minutes. Oh, there's too many people. Yeah, yeah. too many yeah. people, and there's like no time. It would be like if we had nine other people on this podcast right now, right? And we just mm-hmm. had to zoom around for their cut co- and then go to a commercial. Mm-hmm. I'm taping it next week. 
Next game. Titans Colts. The Colts just play other AFC South teams every week, I guess. Yeah. Titans coming off a bye. Colts are just I how the Colts are three, two, and one, I I know I couldn't possibly crazy. tell you. I couldn't they tell almost you. lost to Denver. They weren't scoring at all. That Denver could have put them away. Taylor's out. The third string running back is better than <laughs> Taylor. I, I don't know how it's happening. Right. Probably win some leagues. I have Titans by three in this game. Yeah, you're gonna get this one. I said uh I said, what did I say? I said, I say pick them. Oh, you get this. It's uh, it's two and a half. Yeah. Okay. I had one pick and a half. Em. Sorry. Yeah, you got pick it. Pick them. No, I had one that? and a half. It's uh no. Nah. I still Wait, win. Wait, they did they play? Yeah, you win this one. You throw they whatever play. line you want, I won. <laughs> the Titans won this game in, in yeah, the they won 24 17. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Oh, all right. Another fairly watchables. Funny. A team that I've lost money on three weeks in a row. I might have to mm-hmm. just keep going until I win. The Jacksonville Jaguars at home against the New York football giants, five and one. Our beloved friend Brad mm. had a Giants win, had the Yankees stave off elimination, and his favorite college team, Tennessee, beats mm. Alabama all in the span of 24 hours. My question is, is he still alive? Did it kill him? <laughs> have we heard from Brad? Well, it's uh, funny you should say that because he uh, threatened to pay for lunch. He wanted to get ribs at Corolla's warehouse and he wanted a very special place that didn't deliver to Corolla's warehouse. So he's like, I want to pay for lunch for everyone. And I was like, just, uh, you know, why don't we get here and you'll buy lunch? No, no, no. I have to have it delivered to my house and then come to the warehouse. I said, you have trouble transporting yourself, let alone <laughs> yourself plus food. This isn't right. going to work. He's like, no, let's do it my way. 11.30. I'm like, hey, where are you? We're, we're thinking about lunch. He's like, yeah, the guy never called me back. The guy, when you order food, is the guy never <laughs> the called guy? me back? Does what that guy? factor in at all? I was like, please get here. He's like, all right, I want to pay for lunch anyway. I was like, good, I'll order it. You could pay me back. He's like, okay, order a lot. I order a feast for 12 people. There's three of us or four of us plus Brad is coming. Guess who doesn't show up? Brad? Yeah, yeah, Brad. <laughs> I'm on the hook for like $260 a <laughs> He's the best. Jesus. <laughs> so there you go. Is he alive? I don't know. I, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. Well, uh, the Giants. This is, I'm off by six points in this spread. So you're going to get this unless you're off by Interesting. I had yeah. the Jags by two and a half. Really? Yeah. You're right. I mean, it's the Jags by three. Why is not the five and one Giants favored over the two and four Jags? Because the analytics like the Jags. That's so I don't know. I, these Jags, they're in every game. They've you know what, fucked up three yeah. games in a row, but they just they have a knack for just shooting themselves in the foot. Why do we not see, I don't know if you even knew this, that the Jaguars are 0-13 in division on the road. Is that true? 0 for their last 13. Yeah, that one is actually true. I How did get, what I was that? super suspicious that that line never moved. I didn't understand mm-hmm. why they weren't favored against the Colts without Taylor. And the line just stayed at one and a half. And right. it was like a classic trap. There was two. I There's a couple of sites that I never really looked at this before, but I did this week. And now I'm kind of addicted where you can see the money, where the money mm-hmm. goes for the different right. bets. Right. There were two overs today. And I couldn't believe it. One was, um, one was uh, the Casey Bills game. Mm-hmm. And at, I think it ended like 88% of the money was on the over in that game. 
Had on this be, one yeah. site I went to. And then the other one was, was um, the Cardinals-Seahawks game. And that mm-hmm. was like 80, 81%, something like that. Over. Both of those went way under uh, for the, and the over. Unders are and both crushing. went way at, So now yeah. I'm just wondering, do you just look at these sites and anytime there's 80% and up on an over and under, you just go the opposite way because the public loses all the time. I wish I had the the the, the tweet, but there was something where if 54% or more of the money is on something that it's it losing at an astounding rate. I remember that yeah. tweet. It was like, that's yeah. what made me start do this. It was like yeah. 33 and 17 when the money was right. 55% and up. Yeah, yeah, why don't we do that instead Let's of like all this um, opinion betting? By the way, yeah. did you see Saquon go down? That killed an over too. That game's going over if he doesn't slide at the three. Oh yeah, he slid it. Yep. So yep. Ravens are home for the Browns. This is at least a fairly watchable, even though we don't know what the hell's going on with the Browns. Yeah. The body language on their receivers was not great in this game. Mm-hmm. The, the Brissette, I think, is wearing out his welcome. Deshaun is still six weeks back. Uh, away from comeback. Well, this was supposed to be the game he came back, right? Before the initial suspension. The Ravens. Yeah. I got Ravens by six and a half. We're going to split it. I said five and a half. It's six. Mm. Two, three, four, five. You call it out three, six. I think it's six, six. Okay. Last fairly watchables, Broncos, Jets. You could have argued this actually might have been a watchable just because the Broncos are kind of a comedy watchable, not a fun football watchable. But um, I was surprised where I landed on this. Broncos by three. Yeah, you got it exactly. I said I said Broncos two. Mm. I don't know. Still four and two against two and three. At this point, you you could look at the records a, a little well, bit. Well, the, right? the Broncos could be two and four after tomorrow. Yeah, right. On a short week, I think um, I think the Jets have the better Wilson. I really do. <laughs> I know I don't think they're related, but. Well, now they're saying Russell Wilson is hurt. He's playing with some injured shoulder that he played with yeah, during yeah. the game. It's like, well, if he was hurt, why did you go for it on fourth and one and a half and right. throw a slant pass with him? Why didn't you kick yeah. a field goal? Your quarterback's hurt? That makes it even dumber. I didn't think it was possible for you to be dumber, Nat Hackett, but your quarterback was hurt the whole game? And yeah. you went for it on fourth and two? Well, that's Dumbass. so funny you say that because people like you and I are so, so excited to blame the whole Broncos demise on... Nat Hackett, right? Or Nate Hackett, whatever. Uh, and then he says something stupid like, I mean, he has to disclose that Wilson's hurt. It's like, oh, we we're gonna split, we we're gonna split the blame with you and Russ. Now you're taking yeah. it back. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, there's not two morons here. I'm the only moron. <laughs> um poop fact of three games. Oh, first no, first one is Packers Washington. I just don't want to watch Washington if I can, but I do like Brian Robinson. I think he's very unconventional for a running back, right? He's mm-hmm. almost seems like a kick returner as a running back. The way yeah. he carries the ball in the wrong hand, he's tall and lanky. He's like a got, little Eric Dickerson, like yeah, he's, yeah, he's he's yeah, very unusual. Um, this is in Washington, which you I know think they had is, odds for him to win comeback player of the year because he got because, shot. Because he got shot, he was really Jesus. like one of the top three a few weeks ago. But then they took him out because a rookie can't win it. Like he's a rookie. Yeah, that makes like, sense. They took him out of all the run. You can't come back from your first season. Right. You came back from college. Yeah. This is in Washington, which I think really helps the Packers because I think on the East Coast, all the Packer fans come out. Yeah, so maybe. I'm bumping this. I got Packers by seven. Uh, Do we tie? I said four. It's five and a half. We were both off by a point. We tied. Yeah. And they put really? that in the, the Packers should one. lay points to anybody. Who do they need to lose to? 
<laughs> they lost to the Jets and Giants and not taking Washington. Just another, uh, I bet on Washington on Thursday night. I parlayed them and the Pats. Yeah, and so they won. Well, they're you up five. They're up mm-hmm. five. And I was like, I don't want to bet on the stupid Thursday night game. Two shitty teams Thursday night to stay away. And then by 4.30, I'm like, ah, <laughs> Washington and the Pats, why not? Right. So Rivera, it's fourth down on the 31. They're up five. There's like a minute and a half now. left. Yeah. And Rivera's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to try a 48-yarder to go up eight. Right. And if I miss, Chicago <laughs> hits the ball at the 40. And they can touch mm-hmm. that and wins it. This is really risky. Fuck it. I'm going to try it with my <laughs> field goal kicker who's not even very good. And of course he missed it. And I'm just, it's like a slow motion car crash. These yeah. coaches, they've, they're just, they invent new ways to be dumb. Mm-hmm. And in this one, it's just like punt the ball on, get, make the bears go 90 yards. Fields couldn't go 90 yards. And if you gave them an hour and a half, there's no way. Right. And of course they miss, but anyway, they barely escaped, but I was so they mad. Did. I was like, why did I bet on this? <laughs> do you want to see like when I die or you could do this, you should just pay like an analytics guy, like, uh, I don't know, the f- $5 million a year or whatever you could afford. And just don't you want to know like what your record is career wise with missed field goals? Like, do you think your field goals that you needed your guys to make, whether it's betting or on your team, went through at a lower rate, much lower rate than the average? Because I feel that way about myself. Yeah, I lost in week one. The Browns guy hit a 59-yarder, and I, I don't think he's come close to anything like that ever since. Cade York? Yeah. If yeah. You all like, the Cade York, Browns have themselves a field goal kicker. It's like, nah, <laughs> actually, they really don't. Right. Yeah. Next poop factor game is Bucks panthers The Panthers are just on permanent poop factor watch, and it feels like um, it feels like they'll, they'll wave Robbie Anderson. They'll probably t- trade DJ Moore. They'll try to trade McCaffrey. And if they're smart, they would trade Brian Burns for a first. Mm-hmm. I, would I was looking McCaffrey at the Rams tackling. The Rams were like, uh, they put a good lick on McCaffrey today. And I was thinking, yeah, McVay might be like, hey, take it easy on him. He might be on our roster Wednesday. Right? right? Like, like, why not? They, well, I'm they, hoping they the Pats trade him. Aguilar and Damian Harris to the Rams for like 2028 first round pick or something. Yeah. Could see them doing that. McCaffrey, I had yeah. the Bucks by eight over the Panthers. Yeah, I, I was bad on this. I said seven. It's ten. Oh, ten. That's, that's stupid. Well, they're they're far and away, and we haven't done this where we eliminate teams from the playoffs, but Carolina's out, right? Are we going to do that this year? Because Carolina's out. I have they're the, the cross-offs. You want to do that oh, now? I just, I had yeah, inside well, we information have, on this game. Brady's what? Brady's not <laughs> practicing on Friday night because he's going to... um. Shia LaBeouf's brother's bar mitzvah. <laughs> it's go. in Kansas right. City. It's Is a, that right? Private jet, yeah. <laughs> but he's gonna be. He's gonna be in Tampa. Brady flies to New York on a Friday night. <laughs> this guy. This guy used to be this incredible team guy. What happened to this? He's yelling at teammates. He does whatever the fuck he wants. This is exactly who he wasn't on the Patriots for like 20 years. No, he, he was, was a team you guy. You didn't want to see it. You didn't want no, to see it. He was just doing guy. it on the sly. He didn't let Belichick know. It was it just wasn't as pro- uh, public about it. Cross-off teams. Yeah. Are we crossing these teams off for 2022? Usually we do six, but now there's so many playoff teams. Maybe we just need to get to four. Carolina, cross-off? For sure, the far and away the worst. I would have put them right there with the uh, the Steelers, but now they're they're at the bottom alone. Chicago? Yeah. Yeah. I'm crossing them up to like four or five wins. Yep. The Washington Daniel Snyders? Only because that division's really solid now. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're a cross-off. 
And then if we had to get to a fourth, the, the choices are Detroit, Pittsburgh, or Houston. No. I feel good about cu- cu- crossing off any of them, right? We don't have to do that yet. We don't have to do that. That's it. So it's just those three. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. That's low. Right. And it's funny. The Who's the other one win team? Like Vegas is one and four, but you're not crossing not cross them off. Them off. Right? Yeah. They're, they're actually talented. Yeah. Okay. That's Speaking fine. of Vegas, they are home for the Texans as our last mm-hmm. poop fecta game. And I have the Raiders laying seven points to the Texans. Yeah, you, you're going to beat me this week. You got it exactly. I said six. Mm. This is the cross-off ball. I mean, probably we could maybe get rid of one of them after this. One, yeah, I three think that's fair. Cross-off ball. Okay. Yep. Sunday night is a it's kind of a lousy one. Dolphins, Steelers. We should mention, I know I was sour grapes. I was really mad the Bucks. Stuck it right up my yin yang today, but incredible job by Tomlin. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ. Pickett looked, I thought, good, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Their defense was missing everybody. It didn't matter. They were harassing Brady. And I don't know. I thought that was the well, way they ran the clock. Well coached game. It was, yeah. it was very Brady esque how they didn't give Tompa the ball back at the end. It was amazing. It was like, all right, it's well, what? He's going to have one more drive, right? No, it never came. Yeah. It's kind of a semi-must-win game for them. So now they're playing Sunday night. They're on the road in Miami. I assume it's going to be Bridgewater. I don't think we'll see Tua. Hmm. And I have the... You don't uh, think we'll see Tua? I thought they said Tua's back for this. Did they say that officially? Uh, that, so that's going to be this? Sunday this... night. It's going to be a Tua ref- concussion referendum for three hours. I'm surprised oh, you're yeah. doing that. Yeah, Tua and uh, out in concussion playing two weeks. He's out of concussion protocol. Okay, maybe we see yes, Tua. Yeah. I got Dolphins by five and a half over the Steelers. That's what I had. That's what I had at six and a half. All right, okay. so you're going to win this week. Oh, I beat you. Well, maybe though, is that a uh, is that a teaser game? Do we, we don't even talk nah. about teaser games anymore, huh? Well, because I've we, lost we the teaser up? every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but growing up or is, or is my wallet growing out? Yeah. Um, Monday night, your 2023 oh, AFC... Representatives for the Super Bowl in Glendale, Arizona, the New England Patriots. Nah, What's wrong with you? Home for the Bears of Chicago. I'll tell you this. I think this line creeps up to nine by Monday. Wow. By Monday. Yeah, because I think people are going to be teasing the Pats. Because hmm. it's a Monday nighter. Uh, I'm going to say Pats by seven and a half. You got it. You had a good week. What a strong finish for you. Um, it is exactly seven and a half. I said seven. Yeah, I think that goes to nine. 12 to eight, you win. This is going to be a tough Justin Fields week. Oh, yeah. Belichick will be like, oh, cool. So you don't complete passes, really. Okay, Mm -hmm. got it. And then that'll be it. I was going to say, what is his over-under for complete pad? might be nine and a half this game. Just Mm -hmm. the way he rolls. Let's take a break. I want to talk baseball, and then we'll do paracord. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I understand that some things you just want to keep private. Maybe it's something you don't want anyone to know, or maybe you think it's something minor, so why bother? But if you keep everything bottled up, if you let those emotions sit there and fester, it could be really, really bad for you. Sometimes it depends on what kind of family you're from. Like my dad's family is one of those. They bottle everything up, bottle everything up, and then they all just get mad at each other. Listen. Talking things through is more helpful than you think. If you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend some therapy. Think about the things you can get out of therapy. First of all, a sounding board. You can learn better coping skills. 
you can learn how to set some boundaries, maybe how to empower yourself a little better day to day. And if you want to give therapy a try, well, I have an answer. BetterHelp, a convenient and flexible way since it's entirely online right now. It's easy to get started too. You can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Bill Simmons today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Bill Simmons. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is already stressful enough to deal with airports, delayed flights, bad weather. You want your actual where you're staying experience to be perfect, to be lights out. You don't want to have to worry about anything. When you book a vacation rental, you want to know exactly what you're paying ahead of time. The stress of getting hit with unexpected cleaning fees after your stay, that can immediately cancel out all the great time you just spent unwinding. Thankfully, when you book with Verbo, you can see the total price upfront. There are no unpleasant surprises and the savings do not stop there, my friends. When you book with Verbo, you earn 2% cash back toward your next vacation through the One Key Rewards program, letting your money do the work for you while you've got your feet up. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your next private vacation rental in the Verbo app. All right, baseball playoffs. I watched a lot. I know you did too over the weekend. Mm -hmm. I, first of all, kudos to them because the best of three in the first weekend I thought was a good idea. I think the playoffs this week were really fun. It's fun. It's basically the playoffs are just drunk. You know, they right. it, it just there's no rhyme or reason to it. But I, in a weird way, it's I think good for baseball. With that said, if you <laughs> win 111 games and the other team wins 89, and it's a best of five, and you lose one of the first two, and now you mm -hmm. have to go on the road for your life in game three and four in a fucking madhouse. Like that, it just isn't enough of an advantage. The inferior club has a better home, home advantage for some reason. The fans seem to be, those Philly fans are like, I've never, it hurts me to say that. Like I've, that park seems so loud, so loud. Like it, I honestly, would you rather have two, two, one? If you're the, if you're the favorite, would you mm -hmm. rather have two, two, one? Or would you rather have, we'll give you the first two games, give us the last three at home. I'd rather have the two. We'll take the three. And it that, depends and on that, that setup. how your pitchers are set up. But yeah, Garrett Cole on the road is was pretty good tonight, right? So I think yeah. I might take your deal if I was like the Yankees or someone. Yeah. It seems like if you're the one seed in either league, mm -hmm. maybe maybe it's, it's a best of five, but all the games are at home. Mm -hmm. that's the advantage. That's what you get for, for six months. We have I'm this whole it. season and it has to be worth something. It can't just I'm be worth, it. oh, cool. If there's a magical game five in my best of five, that will be in my home stadium. That's not enough of an advantage. Well, so, I don't care. Well, I don't care about the Dodgers or the Padres. I'm just saying, like, as a fan of sports, this is a stupid system. Here's why you're right, because the first series was three games and they, they appreciated that line of logic for that, right? The Mets had all yeah. three games at home. So they had the first series, the inferior teams are on the road for 100%. The second series where you get by teams, teams with over 100 wins, only get 60% of their games at home. Doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. It You're should right. either be best of seven or at least for the top seed. The, the Being the best yeah. seed mm -hmm. should be worth something. Now, the NBA used to do it this way and it was super fun. They used to have mm -hmm. the first round was best of five. It was the 90s. It was super fun. 
Because if you right. if you could steal one of the first two, you had the next game three and four at home, and you really had a chance. And I remember like mm-hmm. there was a couple times where it hit. I remember there was one year it was Phoenix when they had Rex Chapman and all those guys against Seattle, yeah. and they had it. They split the first two, and it's like, oh my god, they're gonna, and I used to like Seattle anyway. It's like, oh my mm-hmm. god, they're going to go back to Seattle. They're going to be able to actually upset the Suns because of this yep. stupid system. And what did the NBA do? They changed it because. You why have this whole season to lead to this best of five where anything can happen? You don't want anything to happen in the playoffs. First of all, this is congratulations this is by far the longest you've waited to insert an NBA reference. I mean, an hour and six minutes is thank you. Good job by you, just phenomenal. But uh, secondly, yeah, you're right, and everyone's going to say we're being snobs here about big market against small market, but and believe me, I I have like executive friends in the Major League Baseball on the East Coast who. Ready to jump off the Throgs knock Throgs Neck Bridge if it's the uh, Padres and Guardians in the right. World Series. But I'm not saying I, I, facts are facts. Like this is, of course, I'm saying everyone should play <laughs> if they keep winning. They should advance. They should keep playing. But it's not great for the sport if 200, 412 wins between the Braves, Mets, Yankees, and Dodgers are out a week after the playoffs start. Right. And there's three weeks left. It's not good. It's just too, it's too hairy and Mm. it's just not enough of an advantage and they have to fix it. Either go best to seven. If, if the best possible outcome would be 150 games regular Mm -hmm. season and then just go best of five for, for, you know, have more playoff games. Right. It's fine, but it's more fun. I mean, it was super, I loved watching the Padres game on Saturday night. I really genuinely enjoyed it. I don't care yeah. who won the series. It just seems crazy to me that the Dodgers can win 22 more games of them, that they beat the Padres 14 out of 19 times in the regular season. Yep. And then just because their bats go cold for two games, they have to go home. They're done. I would, if that was the Red Sox, I would have gone fucking crazy. Honestly, I would have I would have absolutely, I wouldn't have been able to do the podcast today. I'd be so upset. Because, but it's also, and it's very exciting. Look, there's nothing more. I, I've talked about this, how directors of baseball games in the playoffs should win Emmys, the way they, they you know, create all yeah, the drama, okay. going to the fans and the players blowing on their hands because it's much colder. This game that's played the whole summer is all of a sudden now it's freezing and everyone's cold and the angry manager yeah. spitting sunflower seeds and there's no light moments. You don't see mascots anywhere dancing. It's really, really intense for four hours a night. And you know, or eight but, hours when the Mariners are in a yeah. scoreless eight to the game. Yeah, exactly. But the thing that bums me out is it's it's different. It's vastly different from what we watch in the regular season. And that these yeah. pitchers, I've been betting pitcher outs. I think Caesars has pitcher outs. You could bet under like 17 and two, 17 and a half outs, like for Cole. So if he doesn't go six innings, um, that's a good bet. And like the Dodgers for sure is a good bet because Roberts pulls everyone long before they deserve to be pulled. Like Kershaw, you know, Kershaw against Machado. Well, all right, he's coming out. It's like, why? It's the fourth inning. It's like, well, it's a lefty. It's a, I've it's seven, a lefty I've righty. I've relievers. Yeah, oh, it's no, a lefty no, righty matchup. It's like, yeah, who cares? It's a lefty righty matchup. There's a Clayton Kershaw. Like maybe just let's see. The guy yesterday, Anderson had what? A two hitter and they pulled him Saturday night. It's, no, it's too it, much. It doesn't this resemble This goes to the, the aggressive analytics we talk about the NFL. Like mm-hmm. the Padres guy in game three against your team who just was lights out. Musgrove. Musgrove, yeah. Mm-hmm. He throws a one-hitter. But if Roberts was his manager, he would have yanked him in the sixth inning. Be like, oh, I, right. I have a chance to do a lefty-righty matchup. It's First of all, in a game with those kind of stakes, if my pitcher is getting everyone out, 
I'm keeping them in until there's a reason to get nervous. Of course. Like, the Dodgers, like, at least let me see a couple outs in the six before I'm bringing in all my relievers. And it's not like they were stacked with relievers anyway. I thought it was a classic overthink. I would not have taken him out. Nobody was hitting him. Sort of mm -hmm. two fucking hitter. And right. if you're a Padres fan, you're like, oh, cool. You're going to take this guy out. Thank you. This is great. Please bring in relievers yeah. into this atmosphere. One of them's going to be scared. Yeah, you're not going for it on fourth and one, Patrick Mahomes. Great. Thank you. Yeah. yeah bring it, bring in the bring in the punt team. <laughs> and then the fucking nationals who trade Soto. Yeah. And, and again, Bell. I had yeah. I had no dog. I was actually kind of deep down rooting for the Padres because I thought their crowd was really fun. And there were some mm -hmm. shirtless guys in the crowd, which I enjoyed. Um, just said there's like a <laughs> festive atmosphere. It seemed like kind of kind of crazy. Yeah, it was but, boring rain or oh, SLA, Super yeah. fun. But every time Soto was up, I just thought he was getting a hit. He's so fucking scary. And you mm -hmm. think like the Nationals had him. He's 25. And then they're like, well, let's turn him into seven prospects. Yeah. Awesome. Well, now you don't have Juan Soto anymore. Oh, you know, well, it's I mean, like look, the page, at, like the Red Sox. We we don't have Mookie Betts anymore. Cool. We have Verdugo. Oh. Nice. Harper, Scherzer. Uh, the list goes on and on. Like with that team, how, who they got scrapped since the World Series. But yeah, Soto scares me. Yeah. Uh, it, Opposite field, all those guys with opposite field power, those lefties are terrifying. Well, fun National League, really fun home crowds for Phillies Padres. Both yep. of those fan bases brought it. I think the Mets would have brought it too. Um, and then you go into the other one where it could be <laughs> Cleveland at Houston. I mean, nobody wants Houston. So I guess we have to root for Cleveland. Cleveland's a little frisky though. And they do got we a want to root for Cleveland? Do we want, or do we want, uh, I mean, I, I, we want I'm not really, I root for fans. the Astros over the Yankees. No, the Yankees are the, I'm always rooting against the Yankees. Well, that's what I'm saying. It'll hurt Yankee fans more if Houston beats them, right? Won't it? No, it's worse if you lose a game five to fucking oh, you think Cleveland. So? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, that you blow game five to the Guardians. So where's your money right now? I mean, I, I'm holding an Astros 10 to one ticket, so I'm excited about that. But oh, that's like a nice one. one. They're plus 140 to win it all. Phillies are only plus 340. See, here's where the lines get screwy, but you can get the Yanks at 5 to 1 and the Padres at 320. I like the Phillies batting order. It's like just yeah. guys who have professional at bats, you know, mm -hmm. even Schwarber. It's not like Schwarber's lights out in the playoffs so far, but um, you just know it's going to be like seven, eight pitches. There's just like a certain rhythm to all those guys. Like they bleed counts. I just like watching it. Yeah. Good small ball. Yeah. Um, what are the matchups tomorrow? Uh, they announced the pitchers. I think it's Talion and uh, Savelli. So it's not uh -oh. the Yankees are minus one fifty six. Yeah, exactly. These guys are going. See, I would bet the Guardians because I that's basically a bet against Aaron Boone. Right, and it's plus one thirty two. Yeah, yeah. Take the plus the rich plus money there. Yeah, I don't just fix the thing. Fix the best of five. That's stupid. They it should call it the Dodger rule, whatever. Whatever they All have right. to do for the Mets to get in. I don't know. Just good fix college it football this weekend too. Little Tennessee upset. I'm excited that you watched. That was great. Saturday was insane. There was good boxing too. You see Wilder. There was. You see Shields. The 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 woman fight. There's a, a lot of good stuff. Well, the Wilder knockout. It really kind of felt like a dive. I was like slow mowing it, trying to figure well, out how he'd knock this guy unconscious, falling backwards with like, but I guess he has that much power. I don't know. It was the, I thought it was it was weird a left, Because right? I looked for it was. too. Was it a, was it a left? It was like a left cross. I don't. I, 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 I was trying to figure out what it was. It was like the clay Liston punch. Right. I didn't understand yeah. 
how the guy was on his back, like seeing <laughs> yeah. birds flying around him. It's like, I couldn't even see how he hit him. Mm. I think the boxing in 23 is going to be good. Get some, we well, got some good big money fights coming. Um, all right, let's do Parent Corner. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. CarMax makes shopping for a car really, really, really easy because you can shop in your terms with no pressure. That's right, shop online or a store near you and get a 30-day money-back guarantee so you can see if the car works for you or you can return it up to 1,500 miles. See CarMax.com for details. CarMax, car buying reimagined. Sal, you're on the clock. All right, I got to find this now. So the parent corner is not going to involve my kids, but involves my mother to me. And that's a that's a child-parent uh, relationship if that's you're scoring fair. at home. Um, my mother texted me the other day. It's Thursday. It's right before the game, like the hour before the Thursday game. I'm getting all my bets in, trying to narrow it from 25 to 12 because I need to I, I need to have as much action on the game as possible. And then I get yeah. from my mother. She sends me a text that says, because I love you, I have to share. And then it's this video, which I didn't watch. It's a YouTube video. And it says, diabetes and erectile dysfunction, healing the body with the right foods. Part one. Part one. So I guess there's a part two if I enjoy this enough. This is what she's sending me. She became a vegan at age 71. She's 76. And from then on, she's been a complete pain in the ass. Now, re raised us on salty meats. But you couldn't she's have She's Italian. Italian. Yeah, she's she's actually Jewish, but might oh, as well Jewish. be Italian. Yeah. Yes, but might as well be. Uh, Married like in an Italian. Italian. Right. My Italian father's mother taught her how to cook. Everything was Italian cooking. And then, boom, I don't know what she, on Facebook, she saw these all these plant-based this and that. God bless you if that's your thing, but it's not mine. And forever, and I tell her, I was like, look, when I'm 71, if I'm lucky enough to make it, uh, I'll I'll do this too. Give me 20 more years. Can you imagine all this erectile dysfunction thing she sends me? A grown man, I have to sit through this. And I so I say to my wife, I'm like, listen, you got to text her and say that Sal has no problem in that department with, at all. With diabetes or ED. Yes, yes of course. ED. Ha, ha, ha. He is, uh, and, and, you know, be very graphic. But she's like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm like, please do that. So, but she won't. But um, anyway, mom, please stop sending me this. I'm not watching this video. Why did she send you that? I don't understand that at all. She thinks I'm going to get diabetes so if I keep eating. Yeah. Although I will say right before Halloween is a good time to send this if you're going to send it at all. I'm going to put down 75 mini See, Twixes in a, an hour. My mom doesn't send me clips. She just sends me texts like today she texted me about The Watcher. It was really, really good. Very well done. The scariest part mm -hmm. was Mia Farrow's face. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't get Is that a Jeff her, Ross right? text? <laughs> <laughs> it felt like it. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Tell me a Pharaoh's face. <laughs> uh, my parent corner was I sent my daughter back to Boston. Um, That's it? On Thursday by herself. Mm -hmm. Little test because she's going to school there next year. She flew. We dropped her off. Did the whole thing, found, boarded the plane by herself, landed. My dad's like, I'm going to pick her up. I'm like, no, but my dad and I actually got in a fight about it because he's like, just tell me when it is. I'm like, dad, I want her to figure this out. This is really nice. important. She's going to be in college next year. Let her figure out how to do this. Mm -hmm. So she figured out how to get from the airport to my dad's place, spent the whole weekend there. And then last night, she's out with uh, the soccer team where she's going to play for next year. And they're celebrating win and she goes out and she texts me and she's like, I think I'm going to 
she had like a 11 o'clock flight the next day. She's like, I think I'm going to sleep over here and then go back to grandpa's in the morning. Where's here? Sleep over where? It, it, at, the, at the college place. Oh, so I'm okay. thinking like, knowing my history with my daughter, who's, you know, late pretty occasionally. And, you know, she's a kid. Right. And my wife and I are like, this is a disaster. She's going to miss the plane. There's no way. She's going to uh, set her alarm, wake up at 7.45, go to my dad's place, pack, and then somehow get her ass to the plane and get there in time. There's no way. Zero percent chance. It wasn't even like mm -hmm. a five percent. It's like, all right, let's let her miss the plane. She'll learn a valuable lesson. So go to bed, wake up at, uh, I don't know, like 6.50 because Murph's like uh, wants to get fed. So And I'm like, oh, I wonder if I got a text from Zoe. Get a text. I'm at the airport waiting aboard. Really great night last night. And I'm Good thinking, for you. I'm thinking she fucking did it. Got her, <laughs> ass to, got her ass to Boston, slept in some place and came back and packed and got and the whole thing. And I was just really impressed. I feel like it's right. like, like she passed some invisible test. Would you trust yeah. Archie to go cross country without any help and figure out everything and fly you? No, bus, right? I don't think I would. I don't think he may. I, I would think it's a coin flip that he makes it back. Even so on this the is what next I was saying flight. to my dad. I was like, she's going to yeah. be in college in 10 months. She right. has to learn how to, like, you. it's almost like throwing Kenny Pickett out there. You got to learn yeah. how to navigate the Bucks defense. You got to, we, we're not going to know what a blitz is going to look like until you're under fire with one. So we did mm -hmm. it. She landed. She came home at like 3.30 and uh, was and was just like, yeah, did it. That's great. Yeah. That's great. All right, as long My as you kid. don't find out she stayed at Jason Tatum's house Saturday night, I think you're good, right? <laughs> I, I, I'm not ruling that out, but... Well, she is an 18. I mean, that would be probably illegal. Oh, that's but, okay. I'm sorry. I um, she was 18. Terrible. No, but um, I was very proud of her. Good. Good job yeah. by you, Zoe. It's funny, how nice. fast, it's funny how fast they grow. Because I would say even a year ago, inconceivable, she could have gone to Boston and back. Would she be have been upset with herself, and or would she have been like, oh, whatever, I'll I'll take the next flight. What was it cost? Another a hundred dollar change or whatever. What? How do you think she would have been? I don't know. I would have made her navigate it. She really it. stepped it up. Good. Would have made her navigate it. All right, that's it for Parent Corner. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. If you're looking for the perfect car for you, well, CarMax has thousands of quality certified cars for you to choose from. They spend hours replacing parts and detailing them to make your car feel like new. And then they give each one a final quality check. So shop at CarMax and get extra peace of mind when you buy your next car. Learn more at CarMax.com. CarMax, car buying reimagined. All right, Sal. Um, also, I watched all seven episodes of The Watcher. How'd you like it? It was watchable. They should have called it The Watchable. <laughs> That's what I thought the joke was. Yeah. Wow. All right, yeah. maybe I'll walk. Well, that doesn't sound like a, a ringing endorsement, but uh, I just got it's done fine. with Dahmer. I got done with Dahmer. Oh, you did it. Else. You did Dahmer. Yeah, I did that. You saw it too? Oh, of course. Come did on, you like serial it? Killers? I liked it. I thought it was two episodes too long, but I liked it. Yeah, there was some flimsy episodes in there towards the end. But uh, yeah, I think I would have loved it if it weren't a true story. If, if it were just made up, I would be like, oh my God, this is great. They did a fantastic job with this, but it is uh, some freaky shit that that really went on. I just don't feel like I would fall for the, I just have some bad pork chops in the fridge. My fridge stopped working. Because the right. follow-up question is, well, why don't you take the pork chops out of the fridge, you fucking weirdo? Yeah, right. Right? Nobody asked that. They're like, oh, 
ah, bad pork chops. Yeah, that's a tough break. And then, you know, it's this overwhelming rotten stench. Yeah, it definitely shouldn't have worked three times. <laughs> yeah, no like every single person. Just pork chops. I probably would have come over and helped eat the pork chops and then uh, been disappointed. But yeah, well, we got I White Lotus coming. Is, are you going to watch it with just her? She was great, but um, I, I, I missed the manager. He was he was the best, wasn't he? I trust the franchise. Okay. I think it's going to be All good. Right. I'm excited for it. What do you got to plug right. this week? Uh, we got, yeah, the Extra Points Podcast Network. Get all your uh, sports gambling needs there. Against all odds, minus three, Megan Fun of Sports. Covered in glory, waiver wired, lemon pepper parlor. We have uh, Terrell Davis on, Brian Scalabrini, and we have our NIL uh, scholarship recipient on uh, later in the week. So they, Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give a new, uh, new one every week uh, a few hundred bucks. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm uh and and I'm I'm avoiding uh, erectile dysfunction. That's uh, the main and diabetes. <laughs> the main focus of this week. <laughs> All right, guys. Good job by you. Good job by you. All right, that's it for the podcast. Thanks to Kyle Creighton for producing as always. Thanks to Steve Cerruti and Dylan Berkey as well. I will see you on this feed on Tuesday. <laughs>